Monday, everybody. Welcome to the Chapter by Chapter podcast. I'm your host, Will Cowan. With me is my good friend, co-host, Steve. Hey, I refuse to be on his level. (laughs) It's yin and yang, baby. This is how I wake up on a Monday. Uh, Today, everybody, we are getting into Chapter 36, Daughter of the Night, which I think was a Metallica album. Yeah, it was Daughter <laughs> of the Night. Uh, this one, heavy dream sequences. Sequences. We've got cheese dreams galore. I was thinking about this. Like, when are we gonna get like a, a like a dream sequence that is reminiscent to what the dude experienced in Big Lebowski? To his dream or his whole his whole story arc. <laughs> dreams but i mean like it, you know you could cut off a toe turn that into terangriel yeah boom yeah you got piss on a rug piss on a rug that's easy well this is the most evilest bread and cheese dream i think we've seen so far it's a weird dream it's a weird dream because he perrin is like looking into things that like balsamon and La- lanfear lanfear shows up in this uh, and she they're does. Not aware. Yeah, they're not aware that he's there. That he that he's just like La- listen. Above them. Lanfear shows up for a sass off. She has a mission. She's off. she come. She knows she's coming in. She's gonna go zing 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 zings up, and then mm-hmm. she's gonna get out of there. And that's that's exactly what she does. She sasses up Basilmon a little bit, and until it sort of gets to the point where Basilmon's like, "Listen, what the fuck's going on here? <laughs> I hate you." Do you still do you still hold your your vows, huh? <laughs> to the Dark Lord that you took, maybe? Hmm. And she's like, "Oh yeah, I did. Yeah. Uh, I did do that. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah you're right." Basilmon basically says, "You can't sass a sasser." Puts her in line, but I think Lanfear is a larger threat than Basilmon, the Dark One. You know, this chapter really lends into that, like leans into that a little bit because she's like, yeah, she sasses him a little bit, but she's not afraid of him. You know why? Ultimately, why she's more dangerous? Hmm. Larger breasts. Yeah. <laughs> and it's just Robert Jordan and these three boys, Per and Matt and Rand and the Dreams and Celine and Lanfear. It's 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 a lot. OK, everyone. <laughs> We do this every day. Do have we gotten confirmation yet that Celine is Lanfear? I think I've been running on that assumption in my head for the last. I thought I thought so. Yeah, they are so, right. Yeah, that's what I think. But then again, I, I don't. Sure hope I don't so. know. I don't know. Like I it could like Celine just could be just a really like pretty and nice person that hangs out in in dream sequences. Yeah. Shows up in the boys' dreams every once <laughs> yeah, in a while. Yeah. She's like a cook. Yeah, she runs a she runs a bakery. <laughs> She's always baking a baguette. She's French. She's yeah. like, oh, uh-huh. she's like, oh, uh-huh. she's got a deep voice. Oh, uh-huh. oh, baguette, le baguette. She's always says like the baguette, a what baguette. Are, yeah, we could be we could be wrong on Celine in the future, but I don't know. The the thing is here though, uh, we get a lot of Lanfear. I don't think we've seen any. Have we been in a scene with Lanfear at all, or we've just like, heard of her? I mean, in the series so far. Uh, yeah, we've seen her, haven't we? Yeah, we have. 
I don't know. You're making me. You're confusing me because I thought for sure that we have and that she was Celine. I, I don't know. Here's the thing. It's like I can't. I I don't know. I I'm quite. I'm second. I'm second guessing myself. Things are getting all jumbled up in this world. There's so many characters going on. People are dreaming. People are not dreaming. People are eating cheese. Yeah, they're the same person. They are the same person, eh? Yeah. Okay. Okay. So wouldn't have has Perrin met Celine before? She he must have. That was happened in Great Hunt. And they were all like, "Oh, uh, she's so pretty." I wasn't she just in dreams though? No, because and with uh, Rand. Yeah, Rand showed up. He came out of the dream realm, and he's like, "I got this girl with me." And everybody was I don't, like, she's "I don't so, think she's so pretty." Wow. I I don't know if Perrin was there. I don't think Perrin was there. I think Perrin was on like his own like wolf, like wolf tour. Listen, Lanfear will in the old tongue means chapter thirty six. <laughs> daughter of the night <laughs> no she's she is it a does knockout character for this chapter uh love the assassin with balsamon um the way that they script described balsamon as well made me really think um of the show's balsamon and how they depicted him and and kind of going like yeah they you know what they actually did a pretty good job of just doing that weird kind of like mask thing that they did in the show with like the burning eyes and the burning mouth. And, but he's like in this entire dream sequence, he's got the burning mask on mouth. Like, uh, he does. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if the show did a good job with that, but that's different. Um, (laughs) yeah, there's a, there's a lot of the burning, listen, the burning face stuff. It's like, if you're going to change things, let's change that for a show adaptation let's change the burning eye holes and the burning mouth hole because it looks dumb it looks like a jacker jack-o-lantern oh. jacker jacker lantern jack-o-lantern you know what jacker lantern like that and now you ruined oh. it for me and i completely I don't know if I'm agree okay. no you're not but that's okay that's the show jack-o-lantern the less okay you are the better we do jack-o-lantern <laughs> <laughs> all right I want to talk about this uh, this Rand sequence that we get at the end here because it kind of comes into it kind of complements something that happens in the dream with Perrin. So in the dream with Perrin, he sees Rand after he watches the conversation of exposition between Lanfear and Balsamon. He's just like whisked away to another another area in, in the dream realm. And he watches Rand. Well, hold like, on though. Isn't this isn't this whole <clears throat> isn't this whole dream sequence sort of like a night sort of like a Christmas story? What's that fucking movie called? A Christmas Story? Christmas Carol? Isn't this whole situation like a Christmas Carol, uh, Ghost of Christmas Past type situation? In in a sense, where the ghost of Hopper shows up at the beginning, and and Hopper drops a couple lines of ghost wisdom and then all of this other stuff sort of follows and in between hopper sort of shows up and is like "Uh oh take a look at this i think it's more like hopper shows up he guides perrin to the situation where balsamon shows up and then balsamon has this like meeting with three other or four other dark friends and then fires one of them he's like your performance has been great 
Uh, you've been you've been late pretty regularly. You know, and your three attitude. strikes. It's, been, it's three strikes. It's been three strikes the whole it's time. Been three, it's and been you three have a, you've had like seven strikes. <laughs> I feel like every time I talk to you, it's another strike. So you know what? Fired, and he kills him. Hopper says something pretty interesting to Perrin that I wrote down. That is, be wary as a cub hunting porcupine. How about that? That's sound sound advice. You don't want to hurt your lips. Well, (laughs) I think what what it really means there, Will, is that a cub, a young pup, hunting a porcupine doesn't understand. The re- the repercussions of going in head first doesn't understand that those quills are projectiles. Yeah. All right, and they they can yeah. move at one point two gigawatts per second, and they'll come right at you. Yeah. And they'll get in you, right in your cub face. Yeah. All right, and that's what Perrin is ultimately. Is he's a little cub. He's a, yeah yeah he's a <laughs> he's a young bull you know, and, and he's more of an otter, <laughs> but he is young. Yes, that's yeah, yeah, absolutely. But yeah, it's more of just kind of like a warning about jumping into situations without kind of fully assessing what's going to happen next. Because like even after this dream, even after the the conversation that he witnesses with Berlin Fair Balsman, I'm sure parents thinking of all kinds of things. And when he goes talk to goes and talks to Moraine about it immediately immediately after the dream, you know, he's 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 bullheaded man i don't think there's any other word for it he just like he wants what does he want again he's just he's asking moraine to kind of like look into it but not really look into it don't use the one power but kind of do and she's like yeah okay Okay. slow down what's a lot one of us read this chapter okay what he is going to moraine for is that he has a fucking wound on him after the rand dream that we're sort of jump jumping through here but he has a chess he's a chess burn Right? Yeah, little cigarette mark. And he goes to Moraine, and he's like, listen, this is what just happened. I saw a bitch in a dream. She said her name is Lan Fear, right? In the old tongue, that means daughter of the night. And I saw fucking Basilmon. And I, and this whole time, Moraine is like, she's eating a tea, or she's eating a, drinking a tea, and she's eating a, a bread. And she, you know, maybe she's not, but I like to think that she is. And more and more as this is happening at first, like she, she takes a sip and he says a few words, some, some, something dreams. And she goes, huh? And then she drops, she, she puts a tea down, something, something land fear. And she goes, oh my God. And she drops her bread. And then she, he says something, something Basilmon. She just smashes the tea. It drops everywhere. She's shocked. Yeah. Ultimately though, she says, listen. Perrin, I have to kill you now. <laughs> Essentially, she says that all the the info after that info drop from Perrin of his dream sequence, there are certain there's enough women out there, enough I said I that would immediately call for a gentleman. Yes, of young Perrin, just based on that alone, just as a safety precaution, because it's like it, that's a lot. Listen, Lanfear and Basilmon aren't just showing up in anyone's dreams. So we should just probably gentle him as just a, in case. A, just as a precaution. You never know. You put that genie back in the bottle immediately. And Maureen even says something. She's like, it wouldn't be that bad, really. <laughs> if you got <laughs> yeah. gentled, it's like it'd be fine because you you can't channel. 
but like the the red azure they'd be pretty mean to you for a bit they'd yeah they'd throw they'd throw poop at you all sorts of it's bad yeah but (laughs) aside from that you know you'll get a pretty good spread afterwards at the white tower yeah 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 i mean it's it's interesting how she kind of like leans like relays that information to Perrin because it pretty much is like as soon as he tells her she's like oh shouldn't have told me that i mean she she's yeah part (laughs) but she and there is i feel like there is a moment where he sort of sees on her this sort of coldness um this sort of reflection of her eyes to die vows right and because really you should gentle the fuck out of that person absolutely anyone say the land fear to me nah that's a red flag bro gentled gentled i don't need it yeah absolutely well it's kind of you know how many most people in my life have never said the word land fear never (laughs) and if people just started saying it i gotta cut them out i gotta gentle them yeah that's smart it's a good play it's interesting how every conversation any character has with moraine is kind of like this weird chess game that they're playing. Because you never know when Moraine is going to be like, ooh, shouldn't have told me that. Should not have told me that. Because now yeah. we have to go do this thing. <clears throat> Unless it's the, sh- the the show version of Moraine. She just says things out loud all the time. She just like proclaims like where they're going, like who everyone is, like what their purposes are. And, like, She's practically crazy. a narrator. She, she really is. I yeah. actually in the credits, I, I thought it was interesting because I noticed that her name was changed from Moraine to Exposition. <laughs> <laughs> Just Exposition. It's really weird. Yeah, it's really it's really bizarre. I have a note here for this chapter. Just one of my notes that we haven't touched on yet. It says naked men. Oh, it's raining men at the beginning of this chapter. When when parents shows up. Well, I think it's like halfway through, but it's it's right. Isn't it right before the evil dream sequence? Yeah, it's pretty much like as soon as the like evil it's part dream of it that starts. Happens. It starts with a bunch of just naked men, just confused naked men. That's how you know it's evil, I guess. Hello, thank you for joining me. As I see, you all got the memo. Uh, pants were not uh, pants not required. Yeah, it but appreciated. Like but it's uh, I understand. I understand. Just a Welcome. staff meeting. <laughs> Talk about like workplace boundaries just being completely abolished. Like, no, no, no. We'll just hold a dr- meeting in your dreams. It doesn't matter. Close. <laughs> <laughs> Optional. You know. Listen, uh, I'm sorry, babe. I didn't think like I didn't think I had to work tonight. I didn't sign up for this dream. I they this meeting, this dream meeting. They, they're in my dreams. They're in my dreams. Hello, thank you for joining. This is a Zoom call. This is yeah. a dream Zoom call. An evil Baselmon corporate dream Zoom call. Oh, I'm sure there's like there's like at least ten listeners right now that are just like going through work flashbacks right now. They're just like, uh apologize. I'm sorry, guys. I'm sorry, guys. But it's Baselmon. He'll do that to you. He'll make you turn on your camera during a work meeting. That's why y'all should work freelance or start a podcast. <laughs> There's no income anymore. <laughs> but you're free. You're free spirit. You're free bird. All right, let's get into this Rand dream. All right. <laughs> 
there's two things that happen with, with Rand. First, it's Perrin, and it happens with within the dream. And he's watching Rand kind of like he's like huddled up or he's like near a fire or something like that. The point is well, Rand's been Rand's been near this fire for a while mm-hmm. when we've been getting a glimpse of him. And now when Perrin sees him, he is still up. Yeah, he's huddled by a fire. And there's like a whole bunch of Mirdral and dark friends that are just like swarming him. And he's like, running at him. It's like a video game where you play like a horde mode where the yes. enemies just keep coming at you and you have to keep fighting them. Gears of War. Halo. All of them. All of them. So he's... So Rand is just, like, fucking taking on all kinds of dark friends. And then he notices Perrin floating above him. Because he's doing this, like... <laughs> remember that scene in Big Lebowski? <laughs> just to bring it all back from be, from the beginning. He's, like, floating above him. Kind of like Big Lebowski... Like the dude in Big What's Lebowski. Seen? When he's just, like, flying. Remember that? He's, like, having a dream sequence, but he's just flying over Los Angeles. It's a beautiful moment. Okay, yeah. You know, uh, and he notices Perrin up there and then he does like a, he does like a Luke King fireball at him. Wow. And that's when Perrin wakes up and he has that cigarette burn on him. And then that's when he goes. To yes. Talk to I don't think it's a cigarette burn, but. Well, uh, I felt the pain. It was like a cigarette burn. A little bigger. Uh, then later on in the chapter, it cuts to Rand and he's sitting at the fire. He's hanging out. He's on his. He's on his way to Tyr, but he is like something is on uh, something is off with Rand right now, and we get these like yeah, I wonder why there's yeah. just body parts around him. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and then like a couple like a merchant lady shows up with a couple of guards, and he doesn't even like hesitate. He just like cuts cuts off her head, head off, cuts her head off. You know, decapitation. You want to talk Mortal Kombat? Fatality. Ooh, fatalities. It's yes. uh, it's a lot. It's sort of just the last couple couple minutes of this chapter. Rand just decimating. Do you think these people are innocent or are they actually dark friends? They 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 seem to be dark friends. I think they're dark friends. I think they're dark friends too. Just by going off of what Perrin saw with the dark friends kind of swarming on Rand, I think, yeah, I think these are kind of like dark friends in hiding, or Mirdral or Gray Men. Or something like that. And yeah. Rand has got the he's developed the sixth sense. You know, he can smell it on him. Yeah. Yeah. So well, they th- step up to him, he's just like Washa. And on top of that, his sword now just like lights on fire like a lightsaber. We yeah, it's Kalendor. We were at because we were debating if it was Kalendor or not. The Heron Mark I was gonna say Perrin Mark blade. Can you imagine that? <laughs> <laughs> well, he had, that's his own special uh, sword that he he made for yeah. himself. Yeah, and it's, it's just got his. It's, it's just him with human thumbs up and a big smile. <laughs> right at the right at right near the hilt. Right People kept stealing my sword, so I had to make my own. This one's Perrin marked. Yeah, Rand can have his hair marked. It's very similar to like what what you'd see on like a Guy Fieri uh, uh, hot sauce oh, bottle. I like the way you pronounce that Italian. I think that's yeah, it how is like that say it i remember seeing an interview of him and he got real mad when somebody said fieri and he was like that's not my name and he like shut that he shut down the interview like almost immediately <laughs> he's a, he's a dick <laughs> yeah, he is the the it's mentioned like this the sword is uh, they talk about fucking 
what it's made of and how it'll potentially just like decimate everything. It'll slice mm-hmm. right through it. Even if Rain had a normal sword right now, he would be fucking their day up. But he has Kalendor. Must be Kalendor. I don't I mean, think there's two ways about it. It said it. No, I think you no. Know, what I got from that chapter is he's hearing the call of Kalendor. Okay. You know, something is speaking to him and telling him to go to Tyr. Okay. You know? Okay. So, I I feel like I'm with you. Like, I think the Harrenmark Blade is Kalendor, but I think there's also, there's a chance that it might not be. And wherever he's going, like, it could be like the Harrenmark Blade. It's like he's going to get an upgrade. You know? He's getting, like, a a power-up for his current blade. Because I don't think the Harrenmark Blade... Seems pretty powerful currently. Yeah, but it Just could be saying. more powerful. Add some Wi-Fi to that. Bluetooth? Yeah, some sweet uh, rims. Rims? Right? Some LEDs on there. Cross guard? Perfect. I think that's uh, that's everything for this chapter. I think that's everything, too. Let me go through my list. I got Hopper Ghost. I got Naked Men. We talked about that. Yep. Super Evil Bread and Cheese Dream. Thank you for listening, everyone. Hope you had a... Uh, good time listening hope you have a good monday hope you have a good any day all days every day give us a follow on twitter at chat by chap and on instagram at chapter by chapter podcast we will be back tomorrow with chapter 37 fires in carrion This podcast is supported by Patreon. A huge thank you to our executive producer, Big Cheese Daddy. If you would like your name read at the end of the show, or if you'd just like to show support, throw a little cheese our way, you can head on over to patreon.com slash chapter by chapter.